for tuning in to the Open Door Ministry Breadcrumbs Podcast with me, your host, Barbara Smith. We are here to share our blog articles with you in an audio format. We know that people are very busy and constantly on the go, but we all still need daily inspiration in our lives. It is our goal to share a few thought-provoking morsels that will challenge you to stay actively engaged in the Word of God. His Word is the bread of life. The Ten D's for the Unborn by Barbara Smith There are many analogies and correlations made in Scripture between the spiritual and the natural aspects of life. God does this for our benefit as He did when He came to earth robed in the man Christ Jesus. He told His disciples parables. These were earthly stories that had a deeper and heavenly meaning. He did this because he wants us to succeed in our lives in every way. He is our biggest cheerleader. He wants us to understand him and grow and mature in our relationship with him. He is not standing with a baseball bat in his hand waiting to hit us over the head at every wrong move we make. We know this because John gave us the nutshell explanation in 1 John 4 verse 8. He that loveth not knows not God, for God is love. We will focus on one correlation for the sake of this short study. The reason for the name of this article is because we will start out our walk with the Lord as unborn. The church, being the mother, those already born again, will share the word of God with us. We will respond to the word and subsequently, if we accept by faith what we have heard, we will go through the birthing experience as they did that is spoken of in John 3. Once this happens, we are nurtured by the church and begin to mature and grow in the Lord until, you guessed it, we become spiritual mothers also, and the cycle of life continues as such. Philippians 1 verse 6 states, Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. It is a simple concept if we stop and take a moment to contemplate it. Here are a few simple words of admonishment to the mother, a.k.a. the church. Do not abort your unborn. Do not try to make them crawl before they are born or walk before they can crawl. Do not try to give them a steak before they have teeth to chew it with or try to make them a mother before they are even born. In Matthew 18, verses 3 through 6, Jesus told his disciples, Verily I say unto you, Except ye be converted, and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name, receiveth me. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged around his neck and that he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Our physical and spiritual children are a great responsibility that God entrusts into our hands to nurture and love. We are never fully ready for motherhood, but we can and we will be successful at it if we give it our full effort and attention. 
To the unborn, I would like to say that living for God is not complicated either, though many would make it seem this way. This small article is to admonish those who have not been born yet, to let them know it is worth it. No, the mother may not be ready for everything that is coming her way, and is far from perfect, but she has so much love to give that you will not regret your decision. First Peter 2, 2-3 says, As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby, if so ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious. As we grow in knowledge of the word, we start to turn our eyes from the mother, a.k.a. the church, and begin building a personal relationship with the Father, a.k.a. who is God, who will become our all in all. Here are ten directives that could help you in your new journey. The first D to the unborn is duty. After a lifetime of following his own pleasures, Solomon expresses in Ecclesiastes 12.13 what really matters. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. In the beginning, humankind was created perfect and innocent, but the caveat was they had a free will. God wanted them to have a choice. He made them in his image, and we know God is love. Therefore, this is where we get our inherent need for love and affection. However, we know humanity disobeyed and hid from God in their shame. From that point to now, the quest to come back into our relationship with Him began. Romans 3.23 and 5.12 tells us, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed unto all men, for all have sinned. But... Romans 6 verse 23 and 5:19 shines a light on hope for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord for as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous though this is an ancient message it is not old stale or wilted as an old garment shoe or piece of lettuce that would be discarded mark sixteen sixteen and psalm one hundred and fifteen six tells us he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved but he that believeth not shall be damned let everything that hath breath praise the lord praise ye the lord it is still our duty and privilege and our only hope of salvation to come unto him however the choice is still ours the second d is decision once we have heard the gospel the good news of jesus christ we must decide what we will do with it the truth of god's word demands a response whether affirmative or negative this fact is substantiated in scripture repeatedly joshua told god's people in joshua twenty four fifteen and if it seem evil unto you to serve the lord choose you this day whom ye will serve whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the amorites in whose land ye dwell but as for me and my house we will serve the lord when Nicodemus came to Jesus in John 3, wanting to get some direction from God, in Jesus' response, there was an action needed to see or enter the kingdom of God and or of heaven. 
the reaction of the hearers to peter's sermon as seen in acts two verse thirty seven was now when they heard this they were pricked in their hearts and said unto peter and to the rest of the apostles men and brethren what shall we do not every one makes the right choice we see in Genesis 6 and 7 that the people had around 120 years to decide to enter the ark, but when the flood came, no one went in except Noah's family. Though this was a response, it turned out to be a catastrophic choice. In the selfsame day entered Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth, the sons of Noah, and Noah's wife and the three wives of his sons with them into the ark, and they went in unto Noah into the ark, two and two of all flesh, and the Lord shut him in, and the flood was forty days upon the earth, and the waters increased and bare up the ark, and it was lifted up above the earth, and all flesh died that moved upon the earth. In his second letter to his son in the Lord, Timothy, Paul wrote, Do thy diligence to come shortly unto me, for Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world. Demas had apparently become a Christian and then made a decision to leave Paul and the faith because his former life had more of an appeal to him. Sadly, we still see this today. However, truth is just that, absolute facts, and cannot be changed to fit the whims and likes of anyone. The third D is direction. When the crowd asked what they should do, Peter gave them specific instructions in Acts 2 verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. John 3, 3-6 through 6 gives us this account. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, and no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. This new birth is demonstrated on the day of Pentecost after Peter preached his phenomenal message in Acts 2. The story of Naaman needing direction from the Lord is seen in Second Kings 5, 9-12. So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariots and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean of thy leprosy. But Naaman was wrath, and went away and said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me and stand, and call on the name of the Lord his God, and strike his hand over the place, and recover the leper. Are not Abana and Farpar rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? May I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. Naaman wanted direction and healing, but he was insulted by the messenger of God, Elisha's methods, and he did not like the message, go and wash in the Jordan. And he thought that he could have produced a much better idea. 
he left angry and still with leprosy embarrassment and pride can get in the way of our healing and finding direction from the lord and can lead us to taking wrong paths isaiah fifty five verse nine tells us for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts john fourteen verse six states jesus saith unto him i am the way the truth and the life no man cometh unto the father but by me in john ten nine jesus says i am the door by me if any man enter in he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture jesus is the way and he is the door when god gives direction it is not negotiable yet he always has our best interest in mind because we are his children the fourth d to the unborn is for demonstration the way for us to show we believe and we trust god is through action james two verse seventeen says even so faith if it hath not works is dead being alone when it comes to salvation we can read in acts two acts eight acts ten and more that once they heard the word they acted upon it and obeyed what happened to naaman did he persuade god to change his mind the rest of naaman's story has a wonderful ending as we see in the subsequent verses and naaman's servants came near and spake unto him and said my father if the prophet had bid thee to go and do some great thing wouldst thou not have done it how much rather then when he saith to thee wash and be clean then went he down and dipped himself seven times in jordan according to the saying of the man of god and his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child and he was clean and he returned to the man of god he and all his company and came and stood before him and said behold now i know that there is no god in all the earth but in israel now therefore i pray thee take a blessing of thy servant he decided to follow god's directives and obey the instructions and it worked out very well for him and his family in isaiah one verse seventeen through twenty god states learn to do well seek judgment relieve the oppressed judge the fatherless plead for the widow come now and let us reason together saith the lord though your sins be as scarlet they shall be as white as snow though they be red like crimson they shall be as wool if ye be willing and obedient ye shall eat the good of the land but if ye refuse and rebel ye shall be devoured with the sword for the mouth of the lord hath spoken it romans twelve one says i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto god which is your reasonable service god works on a covenant basis if we do this or that he will keep his end of the bargain and keep and lead and erect us and heal us as he did for naaman now since this is quite a lengthy article i have decided to give you the remaining d's for the unborn next week so be sure to tune in however don't forget that god always wants the best for you he is in your corner he's got your back living for him is not difficult because he will walk right there beside you and if you fall he will pick you back up recapping on the first four d's remember 
It is the duty of humanity to serve him. So make the right decisions and he will give you direction along the way. And you can demonstrate your faith by your obedience to his voice daily. God bless you all today. Thanks for joining us today. We trust you have been nourished and blessed. Always remember the Lord is faithful and his mercies are new every morning. Until next time, God bless.